Christian Cargai Theater. With today's episode, A Spoon Full of Sugar. Last time on Christian Cargai Theater, we learned that Jimmy's serious car accident was caused by just a spoonful of sugar that his girlfriend Allie put in the gas tank of his Jeep. Well, here we are, Nahum's garage. It's awfully good of him to let us come here after hours. It looks bigger on the inside than I thought. Okay, over here's my car. Now remember, you agreed to let me explain what that sugar did to her. I don't know why you're making me do this. My dad already paid you for the repairs. Yes, but I promised I was going to show you why I enjoy cars so much. Oh, great. Now, let's take a look inside. Under the hood of Jimmy's Jeep, the car parts aren't too happy about this situation. Tammy Tensioner speaks first. (gasps) What does Jimmy think he's doing? Letting that vandal and lipstick near us again? Maybe she's come back to finish the job. Guido Gasket said... Give me five minutes and I'll finish her. Mosey Motor Oil said his piece. Hey, Jimmy is crazy. That's what he is, crazy. Now, what he should do is freeze her out just the way we was froze by that sugar. Yeah, let me out her. I know a guy that'll make some cement sandals for her. Wally Windshield Wiper let it fly. Oh, boy. Hey, look, you guys. Take this, sweetie. Hey, cut it out. Getting that stuff all over my new sweater. That's weird. I've never known a washer to do that and aim that way as well. Gosh, I'm sorry, Allie. Well, I think you did that on purpose. Honest, I didn't. You were getting revenge, that's what. And here you are, going on and on about how you forgave me, huh? That's all it is. Talk. Goodbye. But, but Allie, I, I did... I mean, I thought I'd forgiven you. I'm, I'm trying to. Jimmy's not the only one who needs to forgive. Under the hood. Ha, ha, ha. Good riddance. Yeah! Hey, wait, that's oh, going God, baby. What are y'all talking about? It's that girlfriend of Jimmy's, Gracie. She almost ruined us all. We're getting even. Just hold on a minute, y'all. That's no way to talk. Not if we're part of Jimmy Anderson's car. What do you mean, Gracie? You're the gas tank. You got the worst of it when she sabo, sabo, oh, whatever that word is, messed us up. Don't you want to get revenge? Not on your tin type, sister. Ain't you been listening when Jimmy reads his Bible out loud? Remember that part about vengeance is mine, saith the Lord? That means it belongs to God, not us. Oh, yeah. That. Eduardo Exhaust piped up. Oh, man. You mean I can't manifold some oil smoke and drencher? No way, Jose. Listen, this is what the Bible says here in Matthew 24. Meanwhile, Allie heads over to the church to talk to Pastor Jack. All that fine talk about forgiveness, it doesn't work. I'm going to give that preacher a piece of my mind. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. Pastor Jack is away at a retreat this week. I'm Miss Annie, the secretary. Can I help you? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. It's about my boyfriend. I, um, did something to his car. Oh, yes. I heard about that. You did? Oh, my dear, this is a small town. There's not much we don't hear about. Okay, then. Tell me this. What's up with this forgiveness stuff? I thought Christians were supposed to, like, forgive and forget, not be bitter or resentful. I'm not feeling that at all. 
Oh, Allie, sweetie, have you asked God to forgive you? Have you asked Jesus to cover your vandalism of the cheap in the blood that Jesus shed at the cross for you? Do you really believe that? That's the same lecture I always get from you born-again people. If God were really God, he would have come up with a better plan than killing his own son to help us. I'm sorry, Miss Annie. You seem like you mean well, but life just isn't like that. I understand. I remember feeling that way back when I was about your age. And Allie, sometime when you're ready, you come back and ask me and I'll tell you what happened in my life to clear that up. Okie dokie, I'll tell Pastor Jack you came by. Uh, that's it? You don't have more of a lecture for me on forgiveness and the golden rule and that kind of thing? Oh, faith is a funny thing, Allie. Someday, when you see your need for it, this will all make sense. But, in a manner of speaking, without being thirsty, water tastes pretty bland. (laughs) You can say that again. Without being thirsty, water tastes pretty bland. (laughs) All right, sweetie. I'll tell Pastor Jack you came by already. Okay, thanks. Back at the garage, there's more soul-searching going on. Lord, I realize now that I haven't consulted you about this situation, I didn't pray about it. Thank you so much for bringing me through that accident, okay? Would you please help me truly forgive Allie for what she did, even if she never understands? The car parts are also thinking about forgiveness. Gracie Gastank is telling it like it is. Now listen, all this talk about getting even is just going to cause more trouble and turn us bitter or maybe even rusty. We got to forgive that gal and we need to keep on forgiving every day. Say, Barry Brake Pad, I remember your addiction to brake fluid when you said you could stop any time and then you slipped and we hit that rock and that poked a hole in me. Oh yeah, I'm sorry about that. You know, uh, you leaked like crazy. But I forgave you, didn't I? Otherwise, we couldn't work together at all, right? Yeah, yeah. you're right, crazy. Okay. Well... That's also how it works for Jimmy. He's letting go of his anger at Allie. I reckon we need to do that, too. Are y'all with me? Yeah. Yeah, we're with you, Gracie. Yeah, yeah, that's easy for y'all. But what about me? Miss Sweet Cheeks Sunoco Soda has me carpe diem seized today. Why, I oughta... I know most of you consider me a pain. And some think they can see right through me, (laughs) ha ha. But Kramer, when I doused that vandal in cleaner, I thought it was my window of opportunity. (laughs) But actually, it just shattered Jimmy's heart. Our actions have consequences, Kramer. That's right, Wally. We need to plan to restore Jimmy's heart, not keep breaking Okay, Lord, I get it. I'll be patient with her just like you have been patient with me. I know she's worth it. I just know it. You're right, boy. Heard you praying there, but you're right. Jesus died for her as contrary as we may think she is. Love never fails, Jimmy. Boy, here, let me pray with you. Lord, thank you for Allie. Things aren't so easy to untangle sometimes. I sure hope old Nahum can help Jimmy out with that prayer. Here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. (laughs) Randy? This spoonful of sugar thing ain't so easy to dissolve. 
You mean resolve, Danny. Resolve. <laughs> yep, it's hard to resolve unforgiveness issues, especially when the person responsible doesn't understand the person of Jesus or their need for a savior. <laughs> Randy, I think Miss Annie's talk was more like a spoonful of salt than sugar. I sure hope that makes Miss Allie thirsty for that story of hers. Yep. <laughs> Daddy, you know, you never fail to amaze me. Miss Annie did exactly that. And often that's all we can do is add salt and wait on someone's thirst. Oh, yeah, and, and pray like Jimmy and Nahum. After all, it is God who opens the eyes of the heart. Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Radiator. A Spoonful of Sugar, Christian Carguy Theater, Episode 10, starred Alex Seals as Jimmy, Anne Alt as Tammy Tensioner and Miss Annie, Brian Habicht as Randy Radiator, Bert Rosenberg as Mosey Motor Oil and Barry Brakepad, Chris Van Cleef as Kramer Crankshaft, Christian Snyder as Wally Windshield Wiper, Ellen Kennedy as Gracie Gastank, Mariah Dillmore as Allie, Vincent Menino as Guido Gasket, written by Ellen Kennedy. Adapted, produced, and directed by the Christian Car Guy. And welcome to the live version of the Christian Car Guy show. We have so much fun doing Christian Car Guy Theater. And we're very excited about the episode that we're doing for Christmas. It's going to be a Christmas extravaganza. It's going to be really cool. It's coming December 12th. But today, in light of the recent attacks on Paris, um, my heart, and I'm sure many of yours today with that, is how can we be a light in a really dark world? So we have on the show this morning, we have a lot on the show for you this morning, but I'd also dearly love to hear your thoughts on that very question. How can we be a light in a very dark world? You can call us. The show's live, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We'd love for you to call in and share. You see, they say that in complete darkness, the human eye can see a candle a mile away. And with the events of last night in Paris, I've never seen such a call to prayer on Twitter and Facebook and all sorts of folks hurting. So we have an idea that will save you $300 a month in car payments. We have Transworld Radio is going to be on with us at the bottom of the hour sharing how they can be a light. But I would love to hear how you think we can be lights in a dark world. 866-348-7884. In light of this situation, call us. National anthem of France as we think of the French today on the Christian Car Guy show and our prayers and and certainly in our hearts is um, I think the president said very well last night they were our first ally and to see this happen is just um, a darkness that's come over the world to, to an extent and and I was thinking about how we could be a light. In this situation, as I looked on Twitter and Facebook and all that this morning, I, I couldn't help but note that there was a call to prayer like I, I really have never seen on social media. And, and some of the people were saying that it was a knee-jerk response to hopelessness and helplessness. And that's an interesting thing to reflect on. And 
it appears to me that it's a great opportunity for us to be a light in a very dark world. As, as people are being called to pray, do they know how to pray? Do they know who to pray to? And, and do they know the God to which they pray? And, and, and we have the reason for the hope that's in us. And I'm wondering, I'm sure there's pastors out there today working on their sermons and people that are um, getting ready to share the hope that's within them. And I was just would dearly love to hear your take on that. How can you be a light in this dark situation? I know it's a Christian car guy show, and we're going to get to cars in a minute, but I, I think in light of the current situation that we really, it's something that we need to discuss, and I know there's a live program on Saturday, and I would love to get your take on it. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. I really, really would love to hear your insights because you might help lots of us to uh, <laughs> be able to share that insight with someone. 866-348-7884. As I mentioned, we're going to have uh, John Somerville with Transworld Radio, who is broadcasting into that area as we speak. They're going to be on with us in a minute, of course, in our appraisal by The Real Black Book. I have a very interesting story for you. And I have a tip that may save you $300 a month. And uh, I want to get to that in, in just a minute. But right now, I just want to to really ask that you would consider calling us and sharing with a lot of folks out there today. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. We have Patricia in Chesterfield, Virginia, or it's Patrick, excuse me. We have Patrick in Chesterfield, Virginia. Patrick, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Tell me your thoughts. Well, I just wanted to weigh in on, you know, how we can be light in the dark. And I think uh, one of the greatest things we can do is just promote truth. Uh, as you say, you know, uh, what we have, you know, we have the, the greatest hope there is in, in Jesus Christ. And I think if we uh, promote that and, uh, you know, share that reality, that, uh, that, that you know, that, that sheds light on a lot of the darkness. And, um, you know, I think a lot of times, as Christians, and I know in my life, a lot of times we get caught up in the in the problems or in the uh, in the darkness. We, and we tend to focus on the darkness, but I think if we uh, focus on what we have and and um, why we have it, and we share that, then you know, there's there's light there. That is wonderful insight, Patrick. I, I think of Miss Annie at the in the Christian Car Guy episode that. You know, we have a reason for the hope that's in us, and, and we can share that we there's a story behind why we really have hope that this is going to come out okay, and uh, there's something we can do with it. I I'm really appreciate you having the courage to call in this morning, Patrick. God bless you. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. You have a great day. You too. All right. What are your thoughts? 866-348-7884. We would love to hear from you. 866-34-TRUTH. And we got... Uh, Leslie in Seattle calling in, and uh, let's hear from her. Leslie, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. I would love you. You're a teacher, I understand. Yes, I teach in a community college with many Islamic students, and of course it's a secular environment as it's a state, state college, and I can't share my faith in the classroom in terms of um, wanting them to learn about Jesus. But I make sure that the very first day of class I wear a cross and I tell them to ask any questions they have about me as a person and a teacher because they're all learning English. And inevitably, someone will ask 
are you a Christian? And at that point, I'm able to say yes. And so I want to tell you that my first job is not to teach you. And they look at me, and they're confused, and I say, my first job, because I'm a Christian, is to love you. Then they look really confused, and I said, I I will show my love by teaching you as best I can. Wow. And it's really been impactful, and it took me some courage to say that. I was worried I might get in trouble these days. It's a very thin rope to walk about what you can say and not say, and I have learned to develop, especially surprisingly with young men, um, very close relationships, helping them. And again, I can't, uh, you know, while I'm teaching, invite them to church and things like that, but I can just show them a loving way of being with them and build bonds. That is, <laughs> that is so wonderful. I mean, that's absolute salt right there. I love the whole way you, you that God has given you... Um, and understanding how to approach that situation. But seeing that you work with Muslims like that every day, Leslie, can you speak to one of my immediate concerns and one of my prayer prayers, because I have so many Middle Eastern friends who are, are actually Christians, but the knee-jerk reaction of so many people is to uh, respond in fear to people that have a Middle Eastern background or a Muslim faith. And, and so I imagine that you're Students are all going to feel the pressure of, wow, everybody's looking at us different because of what's happened in Paris. Could you speak to that at all? Well, it's really astonishing that the people I work with, when I come back after a day like this, and I'm in an office of around 80 people, you know, a giant office space that we share, it's not discussed. I I think people are numb in the sense of not knowing what to say, uh, how to process, and overwhelmed by it all, and so they just put their nose to the grindstone. So it's very, very hard for me, because I'm a person who is a little bit of an information junkie, and I watch this news, and I want to talk about it, and I want to talk about how do we address it with our students. So we'll usually get some message on the email from the president of the college asking us to be sensitive sensitive, like in this case, to the students from France and refer them to counseling. Well, Leslie, I hate to, to, to cut you off, but we got to go to a break. I really, really appreciate you calling in. We have Dietra in Louisville and Sandra in Mechanicsville, Virginia, and Louisville's in Kentucky. So we got all sorts of folks coming up, and we'd love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. God bless. Christian Car Guy show, but and we're going to get to some car stuff in a minute, but in light of the recent attacks on Paris, how can we be a light in a very dark place? And we got all sorts of folks calling in with that idea, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We have Dietra in Louisville, Kentucky. Dietra, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you for taking my call. I would like to say two things as quickly as I can say this. Okay. As the body of Christ, we do not need to shrink back when we are around people in the world. One one way that we could reach out to them is, even though people are in the world, they still tend to seek the people of God out 
when they want, when they have a problem, they will sometimes ask for prayer. So a lot of times when we are around people in the world, if uh, they're telling us about a problem, we can say, would you like for me to pray for you? And then that can be an opening to say, well, Absolutely. do you know the Lord? Yes. The other, the other point I would like to make is this past summer at my church, the Lord gave us an idea that uh, to have drive-through prayer. And this summer, we sat up the front of the church, and we stood at the curb of the street, and we held signs to say drive-through prayer. You would be surprised at the people of different nationalities, uh, gender. They wanted prayer. They pulled in. Many of them we were able to lead to the Lord. In these terrible times, we have to think of innovative art well be open for the lord to give us innovative yeah i I love your whole concept Trev. don't be shy and and fly a flag and if that means a sign that this is a prayer station or drive through prayer then by all means people that are looking for that or more than that god puts that light out there and 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 he lets that sign catch their eye because he knows that they're the ones that were thirsty at that particular moment. God bless you, Dietra. I really Absolutely. I appreciate you calling in so much and, and, and giving us that. God bless you. All right. We, as promised, have John Somerville. He's with Trans World Radio, and they have some amazing ways of casting light into a dark world, headlights, so to speak, since we're in, on the Christian Car Guy show. But, uh, John's at times like this, a lot of folks that are looking for hope turn to their radio and for Christian radio. You're absolutely right, Robbie. You know, in times of crisis, people will turn to look to the Lord and look for answers. And uh, Christian radio makes a great place for them to find the answers to the truth they're seeking. And so Transworld Radio, you guys have stations across the world and clearly signals right this minute into Syria and into France to some extent, but also we're going to get to something you're doing in Cuba, which we want to talk about in a minute. But uh, you have an understanding as people are, are trying to figure out how can we pray for the French people? How can we pray for the Syrian people? How can we pray for this situation? Can you provide us with some background that all our listeners may not be aware of, of some of the other things that are going on in that region? Well, Transworld Radio broadcasts in 230 languages, and we do have stations that broadcast into Syria as well as all the Middle East and uh, all through Eastern Europe as well as Western Europe. And uh, Transworld Radio has been doing that now. We've, we've been broadcasting since 1954. And one of the neat things about this is, as I was saying earlier, when a time of crisis comes along, people look for answers. As all these refugees have been pouring out of Syria, you know, war-torn Syria, people are fleeing for their lives. Uh, many of them are fleeing with nothing except for a cell phone in their hand. And many of them are downloading Transworld Radio programs, just like many many probably are listening online to the Christian Car Guy right now. Many listen to uh, Transworld Radio via their, their cell phone. And many are coming to know Christ as as they recognize what is going on in the Middle East. Is what is, you know, if this is the religion that their parents have followed, their grandparents and their great grandparents, and, and this is the traditional religion. Do I really want to be a part of that religion? And so they are turning to find the truth, and that truth they find on Transworld Radio. 
and they're finding that truth through Jesus Christ. And we are really blessed right now to have this really neat opportunity that's going on in Cuba. And uh, that's another place where there's been a lot of confusion, a lot of darkness over a period of time. And they're driving cars that are all set up for for Christian radio, right, John? (laughs) Yeah, you're right about that. You know, when you think about Cuba, you think about these old cars, these cars from the 1950s, because back in 1959, when the Communist Revolution happened, there was an there was an embargo, and so we stopped shipping cars and as well as all kinds of American goods into Cuba. And so the Cubans continue to keep these cars running, and many of them are in immaculate condition. They look like they've just rolled off the assembly line. Others, well, not so good condition. And uh, you know what? Those kinds of cars had in them that was an AM radio, and Transworld Radio is getting ready to upgrade our AM radio signal from the Caribbean island of Bonaire into Cuba. We're, we broadcast right now into southern Cuba, and central Cuba can hear pretty well, but uh, the northern and western part of Cuba doesn't have Christian radio at all. And the northern and western part of Cuba contains the capital city of Havana. Havana has 2.1 million people, no Christian radio. And so Transworld Radio has the opportunity to upgrade our signal from 100,000 watts to 450,000 watts. That 450,000 watts will make us the largest radio station in the Western Hemisphere, and the largest radio station in the Western Hemisphere will be proclaiming Jesus Christ. And people who have grown up in atheism will now be able to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. Right, here are these people, like they have a gigantic, I guess the biggest signal in the world, isn't that the one that kind of goes into Syria down there? It's... Uh, a million watts, am I right? Yeah, we have, a, we have a signal that comes out of Monte Carlo. That's 1.2 million watts. And we also have, an, have a couple other signals that are 500,000 and 600,000 watts that broadcast into that area. And, uh, and yet there is no signal as large as the one that we're going to be having here in the Western Hemisphere uh, off the island of the Bonaire, which will be 450,000 watts when we get this one upgraded. But in order for that to happen, somebody's got to pay for the plumbing, right? <laughs> and so we have an opportunity, right, John, for, for our listeners to sow one way that we can be a light is to sow into the ministry of TWR right now. Well, the way I love to think about it, Robbie, is that we have the opportunity to tell people all over Cuba about Jesus. They will have the opportunity to hear about our Savior. Maybe many of them probably have never even heard of him. And to do that, we want you to pick up the phone. We want you to call and be a part of that right now. In fact, we've been looking for 120 callers, and uh, 120 callers that could do $100. That would put us uh, away uh, quite a bit towards our goal. Our goal is $3.8 million. And that telephone number, will you be a part of it today, is 888-256-1600, 888-256-1600. And... Uh, if you if you like to do it online, you can go online at TWR, which is for Transworld Radio, TWR.org, and then do a slash Cuba, and you'll find a webpage there dedicated to right to what we've been talking about here, reaching people with the gospel and, and reaching them in Cuba. And we have the links there at ChristianCarGuy.com as well. It's under the TWR. It says Reaching the World for Cuba. You can click on the link right there, but TWR.org or 888-256-1600 to call in and sow into this opportunity, the phenomenal opportunity, because, again, getting back to here are people throughout the world 
that are seeing these events and that relates to fear. And when I don't know what to do, I, as I was telling our listeners earlier, John, I was blown away by the tweets and the Facebook posts calling people to prayer like I've never seen, but then others that are trying to understand why are so many people praying and and just a, a in a, like I said, in a dark world, we have such an opportunity to to light things up right now. You know, Trans World Radio, we have a policy that we never slam any other religion and tell the people what's wrong with their religion. Rather, what we want to do is expose them to the truth and allow the truth to expose the hidden things in their religions that will show them that what they're what they've been thinking, what they've been believing may not be quite right. And what is right is what they're hearing. And we, we challenge them to get themselves a Bible and, and to check it out for themselves. And that's where a lot of people come to the faith. And we see it, and it's an amazing thing, John, that you mentioned that. I work for Truth Broadcasting, as you know, and we have a station in Salt Lake City. And it's amazing to us how many times, you know, we don't see anything derogatory about the Mormon faith or anything else. We just broadcast the truth. And people will hear John MacArthur, or they'll hear something out of the Bible and all of a sudden realize that, wow, there's something better than what I had. And in doing so, it shines a great line. Well, John, thank you so much for being with us again. I'm going to give that number 888-256-1600 or TWR, Transworld Radio, TWR.org backslash Cuba. So into that ministry. Thank you so much for being on with us, John. We got so much more Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Stand, I'll fall on you. Jesus, you're my hope and stay. be a light in the ever-darkening world. That's something in the light of what's going on in Paris overnight. I would love to hear your view on how we could be a light. 866-348-7884. You've still got a whole segment to give us your view. 866-34-TRUTH. And as always, I want to mention that there are so many resources at ChristianCarGuy.com. You may have enjoyed the episode of Christian Car Guy Theater. Well, all 10 episodes are there. You can download them all for free. You can download any episode of the Christian Car Guy Show and all sorts of articles on <laughs> all my different God stories, but also all the different ideas on how to buy cars, how to maintain cars. All that stuff is there at ChristianCarGuy.com. And of course, our ministry, the Jesus Labor of Love, car repair for single moms, widows, and families in crisis, which, uh, is free labor for those folks that, that qualify. And again, you can find that under the Jesus Labor Love page at ChristianCarGuy.com. Now, I did promise that I would give you a tip that might save you $300 a month. And it's going to sound a little crazy at first, I admit, but I believe it to be true. And I've saved this much money myself, at least probably even more than that. And here it is. Name your car. And you're going, what? <laughs> well, if you know me well, I've long said that those folks who name their car have a tendency to hold on to their car longer. And so if you think about it, naming your car 
will help you fall more in love with it. And by keeping your car longer, it will save you gobs of money. And I have a whole article again posted at Christian Car Guy on exactly how all that works. Even at a car name generator where you can put in your own information to help you out with a name. But to speak to the very issue that, that we talk about often on the Christian Car Guy show, if you will keep your car 10 years versus five years and look at the math on that, here's kind of how that works out. If, you, if we just took a 2012 Chevy Impala program car and say you could buy that for $15,000 and you add the interest and you add the depreciation, all the stuff that's involved, the repairs, the tires, and all the costs for insurance over a period of 10 years, in my estimate here at Christian Car Guys, is $57,000. And so if the car is actually depreciated to zero at the end of that 10 years, which it wouldn't be because it would have some value, then your yearly investment in order to drive that car, if it was $57,000, would be clearly $5,700 to drive that car for 10 years. If you do exactly the same thing, only keep the car only five years, you do save some money on depreciation. You save some money on maintenance and all that. The number comes to 44,300 instead of the, you know, 57,000 that we were talking about. But the challenge is, is when you divide that 44,300 by just five years, then you're going to find that your yearly investment is $8,860. Oh, uh, <laughs> And so as you can see, there's your $300 a month. If you just keep your car 10 years versus keeping it five years, then that's what you can save. Or if you want to go all out like the Christian car guy, and if you've got a car that's safe and those kind of things, you know, if you can keep your car 20 years, which old red is, is probably going to turn 385,000 miles here in a minute, then the savings just keep on coming and coming. And, and as you can tell, I named my car, I named it old red and I've kept it all those years. And it continues to save money. Again, it has to be a car that you like and that's safe for your family and that is well-maintained. All those things need to be true. But something that I often say is if you keep your car maintained, it'll last as long as you do. You see old tractors out in the elements. They've been running since the 1940s. That's because those farmers took care of them. So moving in to our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment. And I was thinking about this devotionally this week. I, about seven years ago, fell 35 feet out of a tree. And when I hit the ground, I broke several ribs, which punctured a lung. And actually, I really thought I was going to die when it happened. I'm at the bottom of this tree. Nobody knew that I was out there. And being a deer hunter, I realized that I'd punctured a lung because I couldn't breathe. And I thought, wow, I only have minutes to live, so I better get in the house and tell my wife. And I still don't know how I got the strength to even stand up because I was hurting so badly. I couldn't breathe. I got in the house, I fell on the floor, and I said, Tammy, that's my wife's name, dial 911. And you know what she said? Are you sure? <laughs> that's true. But had I not taken that fall, I don't think I'd ever understood really clearly what all Jeremiah was sharing in Jeremiah thirty-two forty-one, where he says, Yea, I will rejoice over them to do them good. And I will plant them in a land assuredly with my whole heart and my whole soul. Well, what I learned this week is that word for whole soul there is the same one actually where we're supposed to love the God, our God with our whole heart and our, you know, with all our heart, with all our mind and all our, our spirit. So that word is nefesh, which is the center of your appetite. But here's a really cool thing about that word. If you look at the root, it has to do with a breathing animal. And so I started to ask God, 
what does a breathing animal have to do with my appetite? And I remembered how bad I wanted to take a breath when I was laying at the bottom of that tree. And there's this incredible desire that's inside of you that you may not be so aware of, an appetite that's unbelievable, and that is just to take a breath. And if you think about it, one of the first things that means you're alive is you got spanked on the bottom when you, <laughs> when you were born. And one of the last things that's going to happen as we make the transition across the Jordan will be that you will breathe your last. But think of this as we think about all, all our soul, how badly we want to breathe, that Jesus, as he was dying on the cross, you may know that the, the cause of death on a crucifixion is asphyxiation. They can't breathe. And so Jesus had to push down on those nails in his feet and pull on his hands with the nails in order to try to take a breath. But see, every breath he was explaining, Jeremiah thirty-two forty-one. He wanted you, as bad as he wanted that breath, to be planted in his kingdom. And you see, as we look upon this situation in Paris and we look upon our friends at work or we look upon the situation in Cuba, Clearly, what an opportunity we have to share this incredible Savior <clears throat> who with his whole soul, you see, that same appetite, just, try, just hold your breath for three minutes and see how you feel. <laughs> You're going to want a breath so bad. It's absolutely phenomenal. And, and, and there's a desire there that has to do with your appetite and your soul. Oh, that I would want God as bad as he wants me. And oh, that everyone I knew and that those poor folks in Paris would understand the poor folks that blew themselves up. I mourn for all of that. I, I mourn for the families that don't understand in the darkness that's out there. And what can we do individually to be a light to those people? And what we can do is, is clearly share stories like, I don't know what happened in your life that maybe you fell out of a tree or whatever, where God showed you something, you see? And that's your testimony, and that's where your power comes from, is when you tell a story of how God worked in your life, like how he pulled me out from underneath that tree and saved my life. But he saved me more than that because of the breath on the cross, you see? And when you can tell stories like that, you're, you're sharing life. You're sharing the power that you have. And it's such a gift that we have and never will it shine so bright. Like I've said at the beginning of the show, I'm told that in complete darkness, the human eye can see a candle from a mile away. Well, if we just light that match and begin to tell our story, don't be shy like the caller suggested to let people know we're willing to pray. We're willing to do whatever we can do to help. We can be a light in this world. Well, thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. It's always a delight to have you on again, Christian Car Guy Theater, all those are available at ChristianCarGuy.com. The Jesus Labor Love, free car repair labor for single moms and widows. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And please, be in prayer for the victims and the perpetrators and to be a light to all. God bless.